welcome to this A-level edition of the Fully Booked podcast from the Brentwood Urshaline. This episode we are going to be discussing how Shakespeare presents the theme of revenge in Othello. Othello is a tragedy that is centred around race, lies and power. Set in Venice with surrounding Cypriot wars, Shakespeare creates an internal conflict within an external and contextual conflict. One could argue the whole play Othello is derived from Iago's jealousy over Cassio and wanting to seek revenge over Othello's choice of him as his lieutenant. Shakespeare forms Iago's soliloquies as being multiple justifications for his revenge over Cassio since he's never set a squadron in the field nor the division of battle knows more than a spinster. The use of the simile belittles Cassio and suggests his limited lack of knowledge Thus, Iago attempts to justify why he's not fit for the role and gains the audience's trust from the offset of the first scene. As well as justifying his actions, one could argue that Iago does get his revenge, as he's one of the only characters who doesn't die, therefore making the play more tragic and cathartic by Act 5, because the antagonist achieved his plan to poison his, Othello's, delight, stated in Act 1. Metaphorically, the poison Iago could be referring to are the lies that resulted in Othello believing Desdemona committed infidelity, showing Iago was successful in leading to the death of the happiness and love they both shared. Shakespeare was clever in using repetition in language to keep the meaning of Iago's speech ambiguous. The audience themselves are left in a predicament figuring out whether the conspirator is happy with the outcome of events in Act 5 when he tells Othello, what you know, you know. This emphasises the sadness of the turn of events, as Othello is denied any resolution from Iago, whereas depending on the actor, Iago could state this line with an expression of content on his face, thus being happy, having finally gotten his revenge. However, audiences may also argue Iago gets revenge on the wrong people, as Cassio doesn't die. Shakespeare shows how Iago thinks he's gaining justice through revenge successfully, However, by the end of the play, Iago is left being the focus and the audience draw their attention onto him being called a Spartan dog and hellish villain. The dramatic effect of focusing in on Iago at this last moment impacted how audiences perceive his character overall. Modern audiences could interpret this last image as a moment of sympathy for Iago as his character is left alone centre stage in shame. One could even go as far as arguing that Cassio had flaws. Thus, this moment could be rewarding and vengeful for him. For example, Cassio's treatment of Bianca in Act 3, Scene 4 could be viewed as a mirror of Iago's treatment towards Desdemona. In this case, Bianca is a woman he's ashamed of seeing because she's in a lower class. Another example where Cassio could be seen as gaining vengeance at the end could be his raucous behaviour in Act 3, Scene 3, using Iago's own language and speaking in prose, such as Zounds, you rogue. Audiences could interpret Cassio staying alive to witness the truth being revealed as a character who himself should have been treated with the same humiliation. A revenge tragedy was extremely popular in the Isabethan era. Revenge is part of human nature, but the devastating effects upon the death of Desdemona is due to Othello's revenge on his wife, who is believed to be unfaithful. Iago catalyzed Othello's revenge on Desdemona by using his character flaws. He created the motive behind Othello's destructive revenge on Desdemona, yet she must die, else she'll betray more men. Othello's soliloquy uses the Volta yet to emphasise his continuous outburst of anger. The repetition of she conveys how Othello uses his, this pronoun to address her as he refuses to call her by name. Othello ejectifies Desdemona by belittling her. 
Shakespeare shows the audience that Othello has so much anguish and rage towards Desdemona's supposed infidelity that this is the main cause for him to want to murder her. In Othello's soliloquy, Shakespeare uses words such as rot, perish and damned, expressing connotations of violence and reinforcing that Desdemona is destined to go to hell due to her infidelity. Shakespeare uses dramatic irony to entice the audience into the tragedy aspect of the play, as they are aware of Iago's false narrative. The theme of revenge is the motivation of Iago's hatred towards Othello. Othello's rash nature and naivety to trust Iago's ocular proof leads to his imminent resentment towards Desdemona. His personal flaws of rashness, jealousy and gullibility led to his punishable revenge upon his wife and the brutality of his inevitable suicide. In Act 3, Scene 3, Othello's wickedness is brought out as he shouts, Arise, black vengeance, from thy hollow cell. Yield up, O love, thy crown and hearted throne, emphasising his animalistic side. The phrase black vengeance escalates the stereotypical image of a black man being racially impure as he presents himself being violent and savage. This could link back to the beginning of the play in Act 1, Scene 1, when Iago refers to Othello as an old black ram, which in the Jacobean area was a mark of the devil referring to a wickedness intent to unchaste the white ewe, which is a contrasting image as it conveys purity and innocence. Therefore, in Act 3, Scene 3, the image of the black aggressor against the young white woman shows the predominant racial issues in the Jacobean society. Shakespeare presents this devilish side of Othello to the audience to express the revenge plot as Othello decides to murder Desdemona. This is a sign of losing respect and honour and his high standing reputation by choosing Iago's false narrative and believing that Desdemona has been unfaithful. Samuel Johnson was a literary critic in the Georgian era and he said, Othello, inflexible in his resolution and obdurate in his revenge. This interpretation expresses how Othello is too stubborn to change his mind and he must fulfil his revenge plot. This shows that Johnson believes it is in fact Othello's fault and that he is to blame, as he says, inflexible to his resolution, meaning he can't go back, it is his revenge and he must complete it. This goes back to Shakespeare's genre of tragedy, as the tragic element is at the end of the play. The theme of revenge emphasises Othello's flaws and how he brutally treats Desdemona. Another character who seeks revenge in this Shakespearean tragedy is Amelia. Firstly, let's break her character down. Amelia is a Venetian wife to the villain of the play, Iago. She has another duty by being a maid to Desdemona. Although she is quite submissive to begin with, overall Amelia can be argued as being defiant and quite strong-willed, which for a Shakespearean play, this trait would be particularly unconventional. Amelia's vengeful side is considerably hidden within most of the play, which may be a device Shakespeare uses to build tension, to focus more on Iago's manipulation of the narrative, or to shock the audience with Amelia's sight for justice. Yet it is, it is unclear if she seeks vengeance against her husband, to fight against female oppression, or seek justice for Desdemona. Well, initially, Amelia stays loyal to Iago as she finds Desdemona's handkerchief, effectively going against her, showing a non-existent vengeance. However, in Act 4, Scene 3, Amelia is depicted as revealing hidden aspects of hatred towards Iago and gender oppression as a whole. Showing first signs of revenge, Amelia states, Let husbands know their wives have sense like them. They see and smell. This could be argued as being Amelia's first line of defiance that conclusively foreshadows her vengeance in the final scene. The quote is quite animalistic in its tone, depicting the darker and menacing side to revenge. This is emphasised more by the dramatic pauses Shakespeare places, as if he were marking a significant change within Amelia. 
The importance of this piece of dialogue suggests the key reason for Amelia's vengeance and justice. She obvi obviously dislikes the oppression she experiences, and the use of they illustrates her being a voice for other women in the play, and of Shakespeare's era for that matter. Therefore, gender oppression may be the cause behind her vengeful self. Although, the murder of Desdemona causes a possible greater trigger for Amelia's revenge, and to ultimately bring justice. Knowing she played part of Desdemona's death and hearing the lies Othello speaks of, Amelia being a lower class woman could have easily been written to submit. However, Shakespeare depicts Amelia into being the final truth that rips Iago's power and forces Othello to kill himself. The quote, I will ne'er go home, symbolises Amelia's clear change in loyalty as she disobeys with such courage. The use of ne'er shows a powerful shift as it silences Iago due to the imperative placement that shows disobedience. The relationship is finally over. Here this could indicate vengeance against just Iago, as contextually a woman refusing to go back home would show the lack of power a husband would have, ultimately lowering his reputation. Further on though, she goes to state, Oh lay me by my mistress's side. The exclamative O oh, and the imperative tone illustrates a clear devotion Amelia has to Desdemona, of which shows the most likely cause for vengeance. Lisa Jardine sees Amelia's death as being punished for being too knowing, which explains Amelia's death contextually, as an outspoken woman would have been a taboo for Jacobean audiences. This is emphasised by the lack of reaction from the other characters after her death. Nevertheless, the symbolism of Shakespeare's crafts here indicates a significant physical image of loyalty, almost being an allusion to ancient Egypt, as the servant is laid to rest with their mistress piecing physical justice being served to the audience, therefore finalises Amelia's objectives. She sought vengeance for her mistress and no one else. Revenge and other themes such as the other can be challenging, so if you need any assistance there are many revision guides available such as Edexcel's Othello Guide. The English Review offers a range of resources as well. We hope this helps. Thank you for listening.